Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. I I should just say hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Mystic Show. I'm your host, Chris Curran, and I'm happy that you're able to join me. And this is the show where we talk about spirituality, mindfulness, meditation, and a lot of personal development, self-help. You know, we all, we all like the spiritual topics, the deep stuff, right? We love that. The esoteric topics, the otherworldly topics, we love it. And uh, at the same time, we have to uh, utilize that knowledge, and that's called personal development. We have to uh, do something instead of just reading. Even if it's meditation, which... That's debatable whether meditation is doing something. In fact, I've heard the question, um, when you meditate, are you meditating or are you participating in meditation? There you go. That'll <laughs> that'll fry your brain if you think about that too long. Um, so, welcome to The Mystic Show. We broadcast live every weekday at 8 a.m. on the Fractal Stream. That's 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And we archive every show as a podcast in three different places, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and our website. And our website is www.themysticshow.net, themysticshow.net. And you'll also find uh, on the website links to our social media, links to the Fractal Stream. And um, real quick, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Pause Your Life. Um, maybe after we take a break, I'll just talk about pause your life a little bit. Pause your life is for people who need to take a break, right? I think we all get to that place in our life when we're, we just need a break. All right. So let's get right into it here because, um, with the new format of the show, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get... I have so many topics here to discuss, and uh, it's hard to get to them all, but let's just do it. And by the way, I just should mention, the whole idea, uh, well, one of the main ideas of this show is that it's a great way to start your day. You know, listening to good spiritual topics... Uh, thinking about spiritual concepts. Uh, maybe if you're if you're at home or you're somewhere where you can sit down, maybe you could take some notes. Maybe you'll think of things to put on your to-do list, or um, or else just listening. Maybe you walk every morning, and while you're walking, you can listen to the Mystic Show, or maybe you're working out, or maybe you're in the kitchen making lunch for the uh, the kids. For, to, to send them lunch uh, to school. So, and the whole idea is we start our day properly, you know, more as, as properly as we can, and then uh, hopefully that carries through the day, which it actually does. I'm sure you've, uh, I'm sure you've recognized that already. And, uh, yeah, so, okay, so we're going to go right into our first segment here, which is we're going to read the next section or two. Yeah, we're going to read the next two because, again, they're very short. And this is from the book Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Rend. And this is a book 
published about a hundred years ago. It's all about uh, visualization and manifestation and understanding that your mind is very, very powerful and you actually create your own circumstances. Uh, and, and actually, at the end of the second passage that we're going to read today, there, it she sums it up very nicely. Um, so let's get right to it. Um, again, from the book, Your Invisible Power by Genevieve B. Wren, this passage is called The Reward of Increased Faith. The Reward of Increased Faith. Because you have expanded your faith into the faith and laws of the universe that know no failure, your faith in the best of yourself, the principle of life in you, has brought you into conscious realization that you are not a victim of the universe, but a part of it. Consequently, there is that within yourself which is able to make conscious contact with the universal principle of law and power and enables you to press all the particular laws of nature, whether visible or invisible, into serving your particular demand or desire, and thereby you find yourself master, not a slave of any situation. Troward tells us that this mastering is to be accomplished by knowledge, and the only knowledge which will afford this purpose in all its measureless immensity is the knowledge of the personal element in universal spirit and its reciprocity to our own personality. In other words, the words you think, the personality you feel yourself to be, are all reproductions in miniature or specialized God or universal spirit. All your word thoughts were God word forms before they were yours. The words you use are the instruments, channels through which the creative energy takes shape. Naturally, this sensitive creative power can only reproduce in accordance with the instrument through which it passes. All disappointments and failures are the result of endeavoring to think one thing and produce another. This is just as impossible as it would be for an electric fan to be used for lighting purposes or for water to flow through a crooked pipe in a straight line. The water must take the shape of the pipe through which it flows. Even more truly, 
this sensitive, invisible, fluent substance must reproduce outwardly the shape of the thought word through which it passes. This is the law of its nature. Therefore, it logically follows, As a man thinketh, so is he. Hence, when your thought or word form is in correspondence with the eternal, constructive, and forward movement of the universal law, then your mind is the mirror in which the infinite power and intelligence of the universe sees itself reproduced, and your individual life becomes one of harmony. And that's the end of this passage here, titled, The Reward of Increased Faith. And I really like the concept that um, the water must take the shape of the pipe through which it flows. I mean, this is profound, right? So, again, there's all this universal potential energy and it's flowing through you and through you and 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 de- determined by what thoughts you have and what actions you do but it starts with the thought depending on what thoughts you have that's how the universal energy creates so each of us she even well she says the words you use are the instruments through which the creative energy takes shape. So, I mean, how cool is it that you can realize this and then, like she said earlier, in any situation, any circumstance in your life, if you just remember the fact that the energy's coming through you and you need to, you know, give it proper thought, have the proper thoughts and the, and the, the universe will create you know, what it needs to create. So in a way, we're not, we are not the creators, each of us individually. That's why when she said, your words are the instruments, um, you know, there's many spiritual teachings that say each individual human being is only an instrument to carry out God's will or, yeah something like that. And that's a deep question that requires some thought, obviously. And, but in my own life, I mean, I felt this, I, you know, that's how I got into meditation was the fact that everything I was doing was not working. And I was so frustrated with everything in my life. And I really thought I was doing the right thing every time. I thought I was making the right decision. I thought my plan was a good plan. (laughs) And it all, literally nothing worked. Well, you know what I mean. So that drove me to this idea that, wow, there's something bigger happening here that I don't see. And there's always something bigger, right? There's always a next level of awareness that you don't, you're not aware of. You are where you are. Each of us is where we are. And 
there's an infinite ladder of levels of awareness and you're on one of the rungs and so the one rung up you don't you're not aware of that five rungs up you're not aware of that either so the wise person says you know i need to increase my awareness instead of just standing on my rung and complaining and all this stuff so that's what reading this that's why i love this book because it's not about religion or it's not about worshiping anything. It's about understanding yourself that you and that you and your mind are is a center of divine operation. And you're harnessing this universal power and energy and you're using it to create to create, period. I mean and, and again, that now, okay, so if you agree with that, then try it out. You know, experiment. That's the only way to, to know. And, and she also mentions here at the end that, uh, yeah, when your thought is in correspondence with the eternal, constructive, and forward movement of universal law, then your mind is a mirror Basically, your individual life becomes one of harmony. So when your thoughts are in order with the universal thought or good, right, then there's harmony. And But if your thoughts are not uh, congruent or in the same vein as the universal intelligence, then then you're going against the the grain, right? You're going against the uh the current. And that's, you know, it made me think of the fact that pretty much each of us knows what is good and what is right. And I'm not talking about really you know, detailed things. Like is it right to uh sleep, you know, Six hours a night or eight hours a night. I'm not talking about that. Those are little details. Those are those are okay. You can you can talk about it. You can debate that all you want, actually. Uh, but what I'm talking about is universal good. Like if someone falls down on the street and says, "Oh, can you help me up?" You know, you know, you should just help them up. I mean, I don't think anyone would would dispute that that that's the good and right thing to do. I mean, it's just that simple. So if we can see things more simply, which comes along with practicing meditation, um, we can just make sure we're aligned with the universal, or what she says, eternal constructive and forward movement of universal law. Then we'll be in the flow, basically, right? We'll be in harmony. We'll be in with the flow. And the energy gets to flow. And when the energy gets to flow... That's the, that's the natural state of the energy is to flow, not to be caught, be stopped. So that, this is a, I love this section here, this, uh, the reward of increased faith. And I guess real quick, I'll read this because like I, I already said, I would read it. Um, this is the next section. It's really short. Um, then we'll take a quick break, but this section is called How to Make Nature Respond to You. How to Make Nature Respond to You. 
it should be steadily borne in mind that there is an intelligence and power in all nature and all space that is always creative and infinitely sensitive and responsive. The responsiveness of its nature is twofold. It is creative and amenable to suggestion. Once the human understanding grasps this all-important fact, it realizes the simplicity of the law of life. All that is necessary is to realize that your mind is a center of divine operation and consequently contains that within itself which accepts suggestions and expect all life to respond to your call. And you will find suggestions which tend to the fulfillment of your desire coming to you. Not only from your fellow men, but also from the flowers, the grass, the trees, and the rocks, which will enable you to fulfill your heart's desire if you act upon them in confidence on this physical plane. Faith without works is dead, but faith with works sets you absolutely free. And with that, we will take a quick break. Welcome back to The Mystic Show. And that thanks to Anya for that little musical interlude piece there. Uh, again, the title of the song I can't quite pronounce. Uh, this one looks like it's called Bodicia. And it's uh, from Anya. So thank you for that beautiful music. Um, yeah, and I'm happy you can listen to The Mystic Show. I'm Chris Curran, and um, obviously this is a show where we talk about spirituality, mindfulness, vitality, joy, and uh, yep, broadcast live every weekday, 8 a.m. on the Fractal Stream, and then you can, the, all the podcasts are archived on the website, www.themysticshow.net. That's our website. If you have any questions or need any links, everything's on the website, themysticshow.net. 
And uh, yeah, so we finished that last reading, and that that was pretty profound. There, that last paragraph. Um, and in fact, I don't I don't know. Um, I like the uh, she was talking about suggestions, and suggestion is a whole another topic, which I think will I'll we'll cover that on another day. How powerful suggestions are, and you know how subtle suggestions are more powerful. But the next uh, topic that I'd like to talk about is, um, okay, so last night I was uh, got home after a full day's work and, you know, I just turned on the TV just because I needed, my brain needed to just to do nothing. And, um, and we only have like, seriously, like three or four channels because, um, we didn't subscribe to cable, but we just plugged the cable into the wall and we get, I mean, literally we get like maybe five channels and yeah. And the sound is messed up a little, but anyway, we don't, we don't watch much TV, so it's not a big deal. (laughs) Uh, but this show called the voice came on. It, uh, it was the first episode of this season of The Voice, and The Voice is a show where they take these uh, young singers, and uh, it's like a competition, but it's also, there's a lot of coaching involved. So there's expert coaches, and they coach the singers, and, and then they perform, and then they, you know, kind of judge them in different ways a little bit. Uh, very good show, because it's all, I like it because it's all based around the coaching, and it's all very positive and encouraging. It's not, you know, they don't make fun of people and, you know, boo them off the stage or anything like that. So the show is called The Voice and and then I was thinking of The Voice. And again, we're talking here with with the uh, with the book we're reading from, Your Invisible Power. Genevieve Biren, she's talking about words. That when you say words, the words have power. And I thought The Voice you know, that's how we say words is with our voice. So our voice has power and your voice has power. And I haven't read it yet, but I think Stephen Covey's book, The Eighth Secret or The Eighth uh, Habit, that's it, The Eighth Habit, I think is to find your voice and help others find theirs. So, um, Anyway, it got I got me thinking of the voice and words, and it reminded me of a concept I read in another book, which is called Silent Power. And this book, Silent Power, was written by Stuart Wilde. And I found out last night because I had I researched it um, that Stuart Wilde passed away uh, about a year and a half ago. And he, he was the author of like 20 different books. And I think he was sort of friends with Wayne Dyer. And, you know, I, I, you know he's published through Hay House Publishing. So um, I really had never heard of him, but there's this little book. I mean, it's little. Like, literally, it's a small book. And uh, it's called Silent Power. And my wife and I, we went to a park one day. And I don't know. Really, I don't know where I found it. I think I found it at a used bookstore in Rockaway, New Jersey. Um, and we went to a park, and I just sat down. We just we used to bring our chairs to a park and just read, right? It's, it's good. And so I read this book, and, and I was 
it's a great little book. Anyhow, there's one chapter which is called Silent Talking. It's called Silent Talking. And so he starts by saying that most people talk too much. And I think we all know this, right? People just, they just talk about things that don't really matter, um, mostly. And usually it's to puff up their own ego, right? To brag or to complain or whatever. Uh, it dissipates your energy when you keep talking, 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 right? And the author, Stuart Wilde, he, he actually encourages us to um, keep, keep your personal details to yourself. So don't really allow other people to know your, your deep innermost self. Um, and because he's really saying you should talk, you should listen more and talk less, right? That's the whole, one of the ideas. Um, he, and he also mentions too, that the most powerful way to speak is with brevity. So being brief to the point, simple, that's the most powerful way to speak. And he also talks about, uh, when you're engaging in dialogue with others to, remain underneath others. And this is an interesting concept, remaining underneath them, because, well, you, you've heard of the, um, you've heard of the saying, you know, or, you know, when you, you can talk down to someone, right? Like you're standing way taller and you're bigger and more important and you're talking down to them because they're less significant. They're a peon kind of person, right? So what the what Stuart Wilde is saying is do the opposite. You talk from a lower level. You know, let them let the other person be the big ego, the big shot or whatever or or the neutral person, that's fine. But if you in your feeling and your intention remain underneath them um then you're not sucking their, trying to suck their energy away kind of thing. So I think, so, so the silent talking part, let's get to that. He, um, he says it begins with watching and listening. And I mean, how important is that to just be calm and watch and listen? Uh, right. If, if you've done that, like really done it, I'm sure you have at some point. If you haven't, you should try that. Just almost like you're an observer from a different world and you're just going to like study someone. Just listen and watch. Um, because listening is, well, listening is a powerful tool. We've talked about listening on this show before. Um, it's, it's not even a tool. It's just a way to, to support the other person. So... Stuart Wilde also says that part of silent talking is, and here's, and I don't think we're going to, uh, there's a few details in the chapter that I, I, I won't have time to talk about, but maybe tomorrow I will on the, or the next episode. Um, but he basically says when you're talking with someone and you're mainly just listening, that you can project love into the person you're listening to. And you don't have to, in, instead of projecting love, you could also project understanding or compassion. So 
What is that all about? Well, to me, it means that it's just like your attitude, your 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 vibe, right? If you're if you have this vibe that there's love in the situation, or there's understanding, or there's compassion, um, you know, um, that makes everything flow much better. And then you're not. It's not just two egos trying to argue over, uh, you know. Like he talks about in the chapter here, it's it's like, you know, if someone tells you they went to France on a vacation and you say, you you know, because you have to trump them and be better than them, you have to say, oh, well, I lived in France for 20 years and, and all this, you know, like, like some people just wait. They have to always be better than the other person. <laughs> and that's just ego. And really, there's no intelligent conversation happening at that point. It's just two egos trying to pretend who's better or something silly like that, which it is pretty silly. So, so silent talking, what can you do? Well, you can watch and listen. You can also have the idea that, that there's love or understanding or compassion in, in the conversation and that you're both being filled with that. Um, and again, you have to experiment. You have to try this out. Try it in your life. Try it in a conversation. Uh, and if you have any comments on this stuff, by the way, once this uh, once the show is up as a podcast on the website, themysticshow.net, um, you can comment on it or ask a question on the, on the website. So, amazingly, that's all the time we have. And we'll talk more about silent talking because I think that's a wonderful concept and and explained beautifully in this book called Silent Power by Stuart Wilde. Um, so, I thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed some of these topics and a lot of profound concepts today. So, maybe you can think about these, kind of marinate with these thoughts during your day today. Maybe talk with others about it. There's someone who might be interested Maybe use some of these silent talking techniques, too. <laughs> so, as you move through your day, stay in a good vibration. And as always, keep shining.